This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Oh yeah. Episode 179 of the Clay Young Show is back with you again, moving our way through December in a year that is determined to get the heck out of here soon. What's going on, folks? Welcome back. Glad to have you here. Our guests on this week's show are the people behind the organization known as Truce, or at least the leadership, the executive director of Truce, Associate District Attorney Ashila Burgess, and District Attorney Hiller Moore, who is making his return trip to the show to talk about this organization that is the follow-up to the BRAVE program. Today, we're going to learn about the differences between BRAVE and TRUCE, and also what is TRUCE, what does it do, who does it serve, what are the goals. We're going to find out about that today. The DA and I were on stage this past Sunday, as we do today's show, for the course conversation or the course correction conversation that happened in Baton Rouge at the Raisin Canes River Center, presented by Urban Specialists. And we talked about some of what they are doing here in the community and the reduction in crime from last year to this year. I'll ask him about that as we get into the interview today. Baton Rouge Police Chief Murphy Paul made reference to it at the event this past weekend so I mean that'll be big and then coming up next week again as we record this week's show there is a community canvas and that is when law enforcement agencies clergy business people just invested partners all get together and we go to a neighborhood and we just knock on doors to see how people are doing Uh, lots of time I think every time we've had food with us and some handouts for truce, and it's basically just meeting people. That's all it is, just going out and meeting people where they are and telling them that there are people in the community that see them and know their situation and ask about what we can do. And, you know, one of the outcomes of one of the canvases we had last year was that we noticed how dirty one area was and with all the blighted properties, and some of these areas have little kids who are playing outside after school, So we went back a couple of weeks or so later with the assistance of the Department of Public Works for the city of Baton Rouge, and we did some cleaning. We moved debris piles. We mowed the lawns in some of the vacant lot areas. We cut grass in the ditch, pulled some of the stuff that's in the ditch out so that if kids are playing out there, there is no no chance of a snake or some kind of critter being under there or stepping on broken glass or anything like that, or and even in some cases, needles that people throw out. So we went out and did that, and we've done that twice in some of the areas that we've walked. And this is going to be our first time going up to Scotlandville, which is north, north Baton Rouge, up by Southern University. And we're going to talk more about that in the interview with District Attorney Moore and ADA Burgess. And uh, we will do that. By the way, just want to say again, that you can follow us on social media on Twitter. That's at Clay Young BR, Facebook, Clay Young, and on Instagram, Clay underscore Young BR. That's Clay underscore Young BR. 
And we appreciate it. If you see something about the show, please share it, like and share as it goes, or retweet on Twitter. And we appreciate those of you who have been doing that. Thank you so much. All right, quick break and then back with ADA Burgess and District Attorney Hiller Moore. This is Dr. Mary Catherine Rodri, and I'm Katie Fetzer. We're the owners and co-founders of The Wellness Studio, a mental health practice with locations here in Baton Rouge and Covington. We are also your host for The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com. Our podcast is a journey into the world of mental health. On our show, we're going to discuss some of the various forms of mental health conditions. We're also going to shed light on the various ways our listeners can get a better understanding of how the mind works and why we do what we do. So subscribe today to get The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com, iTunes, and the Talk 107.3 mobile app. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. John, let's talk about killing roaches, keeping them out of the house. It's a year-round problem. What do people do about it? Well, it's amazing. You know, the little roaches have nothing to do with the cleanliness of your house. Yeah. They're actually transported in in UPS boxes or wow. brown paper bags from yeah. the grocery store. So, you know, once they get in, you know, you just don't reach for a can of aerosol because you actually have to bait them because they're going to build a nest either behind a cabinet or inside a wall cavity where you will never be able to spray an insecticide to kill them. And if you catch one of those little jokers goose-stepping across your kitchen floor, you want to have the product to nuke him, right? Actually, you don't because Hmm. you want him to carry the bait back to the nest. Okay, so in the Baton Rouge area, where can I buy this product? Well, in Baton Rouge, we're located at 806 O'Neill Lane. That's about a block south of Old Hammond Highway. Or if you have questions, just give us a call at 273-4788. Use what the pros use at Pest Stop. Back with District Attorney Hiller Moore and Assistant District Attorney Aisha Burgess, who is the Executive Director of Truce. What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Always good to be here, Clay. Yeah, you better behave today. You know, try. We're, we're running now. <laughs> so uh, let's. Truce has been in existence for how long now? Um, nearly a year, close to well, actually, eight months or eight so. Eight months. Uh, in earnest, really, the last four or five months. Yeah. Okay. It's a little while to get off the ground, get the funding straight. But uh, man, we are with our new executive director. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, we just left the board meeting today. Yeah. And probably of all the board meetings we went through, this one was really energetic, high level. Uh, Why? Really, uh, just to see Aisla and the people that she works with, mm-hmm. and them tell us about the strides that they made, and to hear the uh, the kids that they deal with their history. Yeah. And how they've been given up on and given up on themselves, and then some strangers through truce like uh-huh. Ashley and other girls come to see them and bring in a special guest every Wednesday yeah and to hear the stories from them and now how they really think all right someone cares about me I am smart uh-huh. I'm not dumb uh-huh. uh, I have a chance to go to college maybe and yeah. it's, uh, it's really rewarding and they're not engaged in violence that's the right. main thing so AB what is truce Um, Truce is our nonprofit where we are working with young people between the ages of 14 and 24, Mm -hmm. um, with the priority being um, if you're in groups or gangs in our city first. Yeah. Um, Second, if you're involved um, in any other criminal activity, you may be on probation and parole. Mm -hmm. Or um, if you're just absolutely disconnected from resources. Mm -hmm. And so we're there um, to help you with employment assistance, education assistance, um, any mental health treatment that you may need, any substance abuse treatment um, you may need. If you need any help 
um, soft skills. We're also mm-hmm. in the community yeah. where we're canvassing the neighborhoods. We're in the high schools where we're working with young people um, that have been identified um, as individuals that may drop out um, drop out of school soon. They are struggling academically, and there's just no real interest in school at all. Let's talk a little bit about, because <clears throat> I know that the, the DA is, is only going to be with us for another 10 minutes or so. Yes. He's got another engagement. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how you find the kids. Okay. How do you find them? So some of them are court ordered. Some of them are referred um, through the court system um, to participate in our um, group. Mm-hmm. Um, but majority of them, we meet them in the neighborhood. We meet them at community events. We meet them um, at school. Yeah. We meet them kind of where, where, where they are. So the everyone talks about truce as being the new brave. Right. Right. So speak to that, the differences between the programs and the similarities, because there are some similarities between the program. A brave, and let me say this before you answer, <laughs> brave, in my opinion, just took a PR hit from people who didn't understand it. Right. I think the program was proactive, mm-hmm. but people who didn't understand it were very vocal about it in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And this is different. So what are the differences? What are the similarities? And and both of y'all speak to that. Okay. So for, from the program standpoint, um, we still follow the um, group violence reduction strategy Mm -hmm. that was in place from Brave because that actually was um, something that worked. But one thing we did make sure that we did differently this time was community involvement. So the community was able to, they helped choose the name of truce. They helped choose, um, they chose our colors. Mm -hmm. Uh, They they chose um, a lot. Yeah. Um, and when you mean the community, you're talking specifically about the kids that that we're that talking you about the kids. Yeah. However, um, when when we were thinking about a logo, even for truth, we yeah. wore our shirts when we canvassed um, the Gush Young area, and we asked the community, the youth, the the old people, yeah. per se, yeah. um, the senior citizens that mm-hmm. were in the community, what you thought about it, what you thought about our name, um, before we actually made that that launch. We actually um, engaged the community with what they wanted to see, and we kind of took direction from that. I'm just questioning what the old people she's referring to with their age word. Well, oh, she was looking at you. Those over 24. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, in that, I'm in that ballroom though. I'm in, I, I'm in well, that age group play. Okay. I'm in that age That's group. Fair. That's so, fair. And, so you know, I think and, the, and some of the differences. So yeah. let's be real clear about when we're talking about group violence reduction strategy, we're talking about young people that kill each other yeah. and engage in violent behavior. So it can't always be a real kind and gentle mm-hmm. meeting sometimes. Right. So I think the bigger difference is between Brave is that we surely we had a the brave concept of group violence reduction mm-hmm. to try to tell them put their guns down get our help but we also had a brave a police officer that were named brave that jumped out of cars and put people in jail the message got mixed so are you the kind of person that wants to help me avoid trouble or are you the one that are going to put me in jail the, the name was mixed sent out mixed signals mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. truce is fairly standalone for the truth part is we're going to get you help law yeah. enforcement will always have to put bad folks to do bad sure. things in jail yep. the numbers the, the names are completely separate that's just police sheriff da mm-hmm. doing what they normally do what is the working relationship between the district attorney's office the sheriff's office and the police department 
Um, we all kind as of as it relates to truce specifically. Oh, as it relates to truce. So we're in a very good place. We actually kind of talked about that this morning um, in the board meeting to where we're all in the community together. Mm-hmm. So we participate. They participate in the canvases. They participate in the community events um, that we may have in the schools. Yeah. Um, they participate in. Um, any talks that we may have, and mm-hmm. especially your elementary schools. And I think that they're finally buying in that we are not, it's not your hug-a-thug yeah. program that they thought of before where they're actually referring kids. So when they're making um, an arrest or they're going to a call and they run into a young person, they're actually engaging that young person. So I'm now getting calls saying, hey, Ashla, you know, I'm at this home. I'm talking to this young person. He's pretty disconnected from the community. Um, can you help him? Can we get him on the right track? So they're making that connection without necessarily making an arrest sometimes. So mm-hmm. now they're seeing that there's some program out there that's really giving young people a chance um, for for redirection. Um, And so we're all working together from uh, that standpoint. And from a law enforcement standpoint, um, all those agencies work together Mm -hmm. um, well when it's time to enforce um, any action. Specifically, and we were talking before we came into the studio, statistically, we are behind last year's pace. We are more than 40 murders behind the number but if you look year over year we're down i think you said 25 i think we're we're 45 below last year last year's final yeah but i think year today we're 25 below yeah that's if the the number stays the same as what they were last year this time of the year which we're not good and we're still going to be ahead right Mm -hmm. what's significant about it since june if you look at the number murder numbers in some months we have one two Mm -hmm. four and this month we're in October, halfway knock on wood, we have one. Right. Those are, that is significantly, historically, extremely mm-hmm. low numbers for Baton Rouge on our best year. Yeah. Even in 2016, right. that's right. an extremely low number. That so is. we start off bad in mm-hmm. the beginning of this mm-hmm. year. And I think May was 13 homicides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That really knocked us over. So we're on a good path. I think it has a lot to do with uh, collaboration amongst the agencies. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to ask. And, um, the detailed messaging that we all get. We all meet on Wednesdays yeah. for shots fired meeting. We talk about how many shots were fired the week before, where, which streets, what time, date, location. And then from there, the commanders put their troops in the right area at the right mm-hmm. time. So what happens is you have less people being arrested because yeah. you are focusing on only on killers, mm-hmm. shooters. And we've seen significant reductions in shots fired. Yeah. And when those shots fired go down, murders go down, and that's significant for us. We were all at an event this past Sunday as we sit here now for a group out of Dallas, Urban Specialists, and the chief was on stage during the panel discussion Mm -hmm. with the district attorney, and one of the things that y'all talked about was the engagement of the community and the impact that that has had on what you do every day. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit. Well, no doubt, we're as everyone has said for a long time, we're not going to solve this from the top down. Mm-hmm. It has to be the bottom up. That right. is the rock, the community. They have to feel a sense that they're engaged. They have to trust the system. We have a broken trust in our system mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons, historical, racial, economic, poverty, mm-hmm. liter- literacy, you name it. Uh, and that's why these canvases and the walks are so good, because Ashley will tell you, and you know yourself, when we go into the hardest hit neighborhood, these people flock out of their houses to yeah. see, see us and yep. take pictures. Yep. You feed them something mm-hmm. as goodwill. You tell them you're coming back and they don't expect you to come back. And when you're back two weeks again, they're happy to see you. Uh, they want you to return. They want police presence there. Mm-hmm. They want to be treated fairly. 
want to be safe and they'll eventually tell you what's going on, but they have right. to have your trust. Because we build a rapport. Yeah. A couple of other important. things that, that I, I do want to ask about. Let's start, let, The canvases one, the call-ins second. Okay. And let's start with the canvases. Okay. Now, when Brave was around, you were engaging the community. You you guys were already out there anyway. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing that with Truce, even yeah. though it's, it hasn't been in the form of the canvas. Mm-hmm. And so if people are wondering, these canvases as we do them now started a year ago. Right. When we got together and went to the Brookstown area. Right. And it was it was law enforcement. It was business. It was clergy. It was just people who wanted to see the community, you know, love on one another. Right. And as the DA is saying, when we went out there, people were coming out happy to see us. And some people didn't think we would be back. Right. And then we went back the second time mm-hmm. to help clean up. Mm-hmm. And we've been all over. Now, as we record this, we're getting ready to go to North Baton Rouge in Scotlandville. North, yes. North Baton Rouge. North, North Baton Rouge. Uh, up around Southern University. Talk about the, and I think we're going to have a good crowd of people out there. I think we're going to have an amazing group of people. So on um, Monday, October the 22nd, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) because so many people said, did you say the 27th? No, the 22nd. At 5 o'clock p.m., we're meeting um, at Hall Davis and Sons Funeral Home. That's right. 9348 Scenic Highway is the address. So we will meet there at um, at 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. and we're going to show the community some love. And I'm really excited um, just for the the business yeah. community that's yeah. reaching out, that's yep. coming out, that's, that's showing that they're interested and they, they care about Van Rouge as a whole. And we're not, we're no longer confined to I live here, you live right. there. Um, I feel like our canvases are starting to reach. Um, people that otherwise would not walk certain areas in our in our city. Well, one of the things that that goes on, Hiller, is when we did the first one, people came to meet us, and we all invited people, and they had an they had an expectation of what they were going to see, and it was all negative. Right. And then once they got out there, half the people <laughs> fall in love, and they want right. to know they when is the next back. time we're going. Yeah, and that's that it's is amazing. if we didn't do anything else. That is an accomplishment, right? Yeah, and these people want to come back, and uh, they saw a whole different side of Baton Rouge. Right. And I encourage people to come on the 22nd. Hall Davis is phenomenal. Yes, as he, you is. Know. he is. One of my Unfortunately, dearest he has a good friend, Jeff LaDuff, who's <laughs> not quite as good. But uh, Hall Davis has been there from the beginning to the end. He has. At every call-in, yep. he's buried so I think he and I are men. the only ones, right? Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, he, I mean, this guy's he's got his heart in Baton Rouge. Yep. And I encourage people to come out to his funeral home and walk his area that he worked so hard to do yep and uh it's going to be a really rewarding experience well the i think it's i talked about this when we were at this event that we can't and and you said it a second ago Ashla, we can't talk about the problem from a distance nope. and we can't be afraid to get people who look differently who mm-hmm. have different backgrounds together mm-hmm. to say okay what are we going to do about right, this right right and that's what the canvas gives you an opportunity to do it in a crowd go and meet people it does. It gives you an opportunity. We hear people all the time. Everybody says, I want to get involved. Yeah. Um, so here's your opportunity. There it this is, is a, a free for all. Yep. Let's walk the community and show people that we care and hear the concerns of um, uh, concerns of our residents, because only the residents can tell us what's going on in their neighborhood. When you hear, why can't people take care of their own house? Why can't they get to work? Right. Why can't they do this or that? And then when you walk and see these people and see what they live in, mm-hmm and how they're not able to have transportation. There's no food stores around right. them. Mm-hmm. Buses don't travel that way. Right. Garbage isn't always picked up nope. the way it was picked up in our neighborhood. Right. Uh, it's a 
dilapidated houses. They're mm-hmm. run down. They're paying $700, $800 a month mm-hmm. for a home. That just is not worth that. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you get a whole different perspective as to why maybe these people aren't engaged. Right. I think us going out and meeting people and them engaging with us is important because they see faces different than theirs. Right. Loving on them, hugging on them. You know, Jill Garner with Manners of the Heart right. has been on a bunch of these. She and has. I love Jill to death. I love Jill her is She's great. one of the most loving, decent people you could ever mm-hmm. meet. And she talked about the kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember her talking with another grandmother and her grandchildren when we went to South Baton Rouge over by LSU and we talked after the fact Mm -hmm. and she was nearly in tears just saying these are such good people Mm -hmm. Scott Overby at Doze another good man Mm -hmm. and he talked about his perception Mm -hmm. the Mm call-ins so the DA invited me to the first call-in I don't know how long ago that was with Brave and I just and I want you to talk about it but I'll tell you when I came in the thing I didn't expect to see was 13 and 14 year olds. Mm -hmm. It's jarring to see children so young on their way to a life in prison. And I was so impressed at what you were trying to do then. What is the call in for people who don't know? So that's, uh, as you now know, for four years, that's where the rubber hits the road. Yep. That's where reality really sets in for a lot of people that have not in the business that we're in. So we call in a group of people, 13 to 25 kids, call them kids, mm-hmm. from the age 13 to 25. Mm-hmm. These are folks that we've identified as being group members and potential killers or victims, and they belong to groups. We give them a message from law enforcement, put your guns down, take our help, and don't kill. Or just put your guns down and don't accept our help. Third, if you shoot or kill, you're gonna see the really bad side of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to see that. And, then that's and by the, the way, just to jump in, it is the district attorney's office, city police, the parish sheriff, the U.S. attorney's office. And public defender. And public defender. So mm-hmm. everybody in law enforcement in this area is represented in that room. Correct. And so once we give our message, which generally is not listened to very well by these <laughs> kids, and let's face it, we are looking at young black males, right. okay? Mm-hmm. And generally the people now, with the exception of uh, this chief, we are white males that are mm-hmm. older we're not the messenger to give these kids but we have to give the legal message to them. sure but then our powerful speakers like you come up and talk to them about your life experiences and the last call-in was we've had we have, we've had some good call-ins mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm and my hair is standing on my arm right now because of remembering some things that were said mm-hmm. but the last one was a surprise to a lot of people maybe even you but we had less miles yeah i didn't think coach was going to be there mm-hmm. when i got there and yeah. uh then the honey badger's dad yeah who's serving life wow. imprisonment yeah uh, right now who's with men of change he's yeah. doing life at hunt and the two african-american doctors mm-hmm. who impressive. had engaged they in, were very in criminal activity in their life when they talk to the kids kids had no idea that they were doctors until the end when they put on their smocks at the end I was watching a young man across the courtroom and they're telling the story and when they put their coats on the expression on these boys faces Mm -hmm. they're looking at each other like what like yeah they're medical doctors well not only them but the police officers and everyone else in the audience saying wait a minute because they were talking about I was in a gang I shot I did drugs I went to jail I shot I was shot at Mm -hmm. and but you know I had people that helped me out that helped me through it and then they turned around and looked and reached behind the jury box Mm -hmm. and they both turned the back and they put a white coat on yeah and they turned around we're both now board certified physicians right the best in our business right 
and we will want you. You can be me. Yeah. Right. Uh, then following that was Coach Miles and the Honey yeah. Badger, because Coach coached the Honey Badger, and the mm-hmm. Honey Badger's dad has never had a chance to spend time with his own sons, who, who's in the NFL doing very That's well. Right. And for that message to come across, it was unbelievable because mm-hmm. really we didn't know how those two men would react to each other. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. It, as you know, it worked out to where they were crying yeah. and hugging. Yeah. And then unbelievably the kids and then the people in the audience wanted to take pictures with the coach and uh honey badger's dad Mm -hmm. stuck around for that and it had a lasting effect and that's that's what we want to see happen well there's one it's interesting because i think this is the first time that there has been a canvas on one day and a call-in on the next (laughs) day and so She's working the hell out back, of us, back. man. She's, what is he, What's going she's on? She's extremely busy. Yeah. Man, yeah. man. She and, sends you know, text messages I, late at night when <laughs> old people are sleeping. So we have to. Most people don't go to. That. Most people don't go to bed at four thirty, though. Most people don't go to go to bed at four thirty. But I got you know. her back at two a.m. <laughs> I think I think Jeff said he's going to be out of town for the canvas. Either the he's, canvas uh, or the call-in. I think. Jeff Liddell is going to buy some more Gucci for, <laughs> uh, for, our, for our next grass cutting outfit. So he, oh, he man. Has, so he has an excuse. Listen, not we laughed in here anymore. on the podcast after uh, our second canvas in Brookstown when we cleaned up. So Hiller goes out there and, <laughs> and he's got a weed eater. And see, that's just karma because he was giving me trouble. I'm using the blower, getting my work in. And then he goes out and starts cutting this guy's front yard with the weed eater. And he asked Jeff, where, where's the lawnmower? Jeff's like, the lawnmower is coming. Of course, there was no lawnmower. No. So Hiller's out there whacking away at this man's front yard with a weed eater. Oh, man. Did you need to go soak in a tub after you left there? Uh, yeah, I had to take a shower first. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, little duff, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get He got back. you. Trust that me. was good. Yeah, I will get that him That was good. That was he good. He told you several times the lawnmower was coming. That's exactly right. And, and when he said it, I'm like, there's no lawnmower here. I was looking for the lawnmower uh-uh. in your defense. Mode. Man. And he's stuck now. And the guy's standing on his porch watching the DA. <laughs> whacking away and let me tell you something he could have grown cane out there that grass was so high it was so high yeah. so well so final thing here because I know you got to get out of here Hiller what are the goals of truce for people who are wondering what you're trying to accomplish what are you trying to accomplish I'll do the first but the bottom line is have people recognize violence and that we want to stop violence and get to young kids. You would think having people stop killing each other is basic mm-hmm. and very easy to do. And it's extremely difficult uh, because it's people. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of historical reasons and problems that we all created over years. But uh, getting our way out of that is tough. And they got to show that we have to show them we love them. And that's the future of Baton Rouge that we're dealing right. with. Mm-hmm. So as Baton Rouge goes, we go and they go. And so Aishla uh, is really where the kind of gentler part comes in and giving love to these kids is unbelievable. Yeah, And for me, um, for me, it's just the love for, for our younger generation and to offer them hope. Mm-hmm. I want them to realize that they can be whatever they want to be, that they are not a product of circumstance, that we believe in them um, and that we're here to give them whatever help we can give them um, 
to make sure that they are productive and successful. And our goal is just to meet young people where they are. Right. Because at this at this point, we're noticing it's a mindset change first because a lot of our young people, they've been told so much that you're not going to make it. Right. You you can't do this. Right. And when they are employed. Um, oh, the oh, white you, man's going to stop you from doing yeah, it. Yeah. Or, oh, you have a job. So now you yeah. think you're better than me. So right. we're finding that they're quitting their jobs because they yeah. don't. They're, that's not a label that they want in their community. So just changing the mindset that um, success is not a bad thing. Nope. Wanting different, wanting out does wanting not mean better. you're turning your back on the people um, that you grew up with. It's yeah. just that I want better for myself so I can give back so that someone else can be better. When I think it was last week, Truce had an event at Terra High here in Baton Rouge mm-hmm. and I got a chance to speak to some kids, Hiller, and one of them actually said, because I was making a point about how mm-hmm. nothing in life is easy, and one of the young men said, I don't want anything I didn't work for. Yep. <laughs> now, no. you're looking at that crowd, people would not expect a kid no, to say that. He said that, unprompted. Unbelievable. Right. And kid, they talked about wanting to be engineers mm-hmm. and doctors, and you know, you had a couple people in the room who wanted to be musicians, <laughs> and then I broke down to them about how some of that industry works, but I just think sometimes, you can't expect kids who have never had a different perspective right. to think differently. Right. Clay, you know, the, we've, we've learned, and Aisha can tell you better than I can, the kids that we're dealing with that are trigger pullers or victims are extremely smart, mm-hmm. bright kids mm-hmm. who just have not had the chance to express themselves and learn more. We, we're missing out on a lot of extremely bright people. Talent. That could have, oh, some great futures. Oh, my how can, The talent How can people learn more? How can people learn more about Truce? Oh, they can call us at 225-239-7835. You can um, look us up on Facebook um, mm-hmm. at TruceBR, or you can uh, check out our website. It's www.callatrucebr.org. What are some of the things coming up the rest of the year oh, for we're Truce? Oh, so busy. So Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> um, outside of the upcoming canvases, um, we're going to be at a canvas, of course, on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the 22nd on, if you're that's keeping the 22nd. score. Um, we're going to help with the downtown cleanup mm-hmm. on November 13th at 4 o'clock. Um, we'll be there. Um, you will catch us come out, bring your kids out. We will be at Boo with the Blue for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure what we're going to dress like, but we will be in costume and we will have candy. It will be a very safe place um, for young people in Baton Rouge to come and have a great time on Halloween from 6 to 8 at Cartana Mall. Okay. Um, we will probably, we there's no dates yet, but you will probably see us around the holiday season as well um, yeah. with, with toys for our young kids. Yeah, I think last year Lamont Cole did a, and this, he's been doing it for years, oh, yeah. a toy giveaway. Mm-hmm. I know that y'all were there and I was we there were. participating mm-hmm. with it. Well, look, this is this is good. This canvas is coming up Monday, fingers crossed. We're supposed to have nice weather. At the very minimum, beautiful. yeah, okay, it's not going to be 95 degrees because, you know, this lady had us walking in a part of Baton Rouge <laughs> called Gardier. And when I tell you it was 98 degrees out there at six <laughs> o'clock in the evening, <laughs> you know, I mean, we had to all leave about a half a ton of sweat in Gardier that day and it was was Hiller there that day did he make that one Hiller missed that one Mm -hmm. so (laughs) the very one that mm -hmm. he would miss right is when it's the hottest one very hot that's right that's right. And we're in jeans. That's right. And we're That's sweating. Right. No, some of and us we're, we're in suits. Miles. Some of us so were in suits. You can't wear your suit on. Uh, oh, don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. I, you, know, you get burned once. 
<laughs> That's on you. Burn twice on me. <laughs> so again, one more time on the contact information on Truce. Again, you can reach us um, via website at www.callatrucebr.org. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter um, at Truce underscore BR. Or you can just call us at 225-239-7835. And one thing we didn't get into, Truce is privately funded. Truce is privately funded. There are no government dollars involved with Truce? No. We are privately funded and um, we are no longer bound by restraints of zip codes. So we serve go. every young person there you go. in this city. Just in case anybody was wondering, now you know. <laughs> Thanks, A.B. Thanks, this is Jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of Baton Rouge. I'm Kelly LaDuff, co-owner of Open Eyes Safety Training and Consulting. Open Eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website at openeyesafetytraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. Executone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton Rouge save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years. Executone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems, save money, and never have to worry about local customer support. Doctors' offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom technology while saving money? That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in the value of customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call, 225-295-3500. That's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. Executone LA. Executone of Louisiana. They still here and they're going to continue to give you great service. We'll get the DA and the ADA on sometime before the year is over to talk a little bit more about crime. In fact, I think I'm going to invite the police chief and the sheriff to be here, get them all in one place to talk about what this year is shaking out to be. He referenced in the interview the numbers. I got a chance to look at the the numbers year over year. And we are 45 murders behind last year. Now, that would be, let me say it this way. It would take 45 more murders now through the end of the year to equal last year's number. But if you use the, the, the number of murders last year just through October and in November and December, if we hit just what we did last year, we would still be behind the number of murders from last year. So, I mean, I think that's pretty amazing. It's pretty sad when, when you said you, you, you say you'll take 25 murders over 45, but realistically you would hope that you don't have any more for the rest of the year. But of course that is only wishful thinking. So, but I appreciate Ashla and Hiller for coming on to the show today and talking about Truce. You heard how you can learn more about that program and the work that they're doing. And if you're listening to this before Monday, October 22nd, 
and you want to be a part of the solution, you heard Aisha talk about the address. We're going to be meeting in the parking lot of Hall Davis and Son Funeral Home. Hall is one of Baton Rouge's pillars, actually one of the pillars for this region of the state. He's a dear friend and someone who has put his time and his money where his mouth is. And he's always on the front line. And I appreciate him for that. We're meeting in his parking lot. And then from there, we're walking through the neighborhood and meeting people. And again, if you don't think that this is worth getting involved with, if you don't think it's worth going out and doing anything, then you're not somebody I want to talk with. And listen, sometimes people can support these causes by just writing checks because they don't have time to go do that or sending staff or team members because they can't go. Anything you can do is, I think, worth doing. And I'm not ta- we're not talking about hug a thug or some government program. As you heard, this is privately funded. This is just neighbors saying we have to take the lead on this and not always wait on the government agencies to come in and fix what's broken. Just one person's perspective. And with that, thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time here on The Clay Young Show. See ya. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.